2: Hey, this is Marcus Colson, and it's the NFL Player's Second Acts Podcast. Welcome to the NFL Player's Second Acts Podcast. I'm Peanut Tillman. This is my grandfather, Roman Harper. <laughs> my guy, what's up? I'm doing you good. You like that one? I do. I, I mean, I've been called way worse by you. And uh, grandfather seems good. It seems respectful. <laughs> yeah, it's my respectful. grandfather. And everything else that comes with it, man. First and foremost, let's thank all of our viewers and listeners out there. Anywhere else you listen and pick up your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio podcast. thank you so much for always tuning in. Give us a rating, a review. Five stars, please. Tell a friend to tell a friend to what, Peanut? Tell a friend. There it is. Continue to spread the word. Hit click follow, give us a like, all those other things. Peanut, who do we have today? We got a good one. I'm kinda excited about this one. Not as excited as our producer <laughs> Thomas, but uh yeah, this this is a good one. He's in he's in my draft class. He's a first round draft pick. Draft so before pick. you? Bef- Oh, yeah, low y'all, blow. Y'all out oh, here wow. Already. We just yeah. started. <laughs> but he deserved it, though. Oh he deserved goodness. to be better. He was better than me coming out of college. <laughs> he he it. deserved Can it, I, and he earned it. I love it. He's the first round, 31st pick, 31st pick to the Oakland yeah. Raiders, now yes, the sir. Las Vegas Raiders, but the Oakland Raiders, four-time All-Pro, uh, pro bowler, actor, producer, philanthropist, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Namdi Asimwa. Oh, you guys clap too? Oh, yeah, but. we clap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes we That's clap. That's audience. Sometimes, yeah, we the audience. We do well, it I all. We do it. it all right here. That'll We're be, our we own hype team. Yeah, I we, love we, it. We, we got to be. We got to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, wel- welcome to the show. But, appreciate it. Thank but thank before you. we say anything, we have to clear up how you pronounce your name. But before you answer how you pronounce your name, okay. we... We got something for you. Uh, oh, no, Commissioner. don't do it. Don't do it. Permi- don't do Commissioner it. Commissioner oh, oh, God. Oh.
1: Third selection yes. in the 2003 NFL draft. The Oakland Raiders select Asmoga Namdi, cornerback, <laughs> California.
2: Asmoga Namdi. So we're, we're, <laughs> oh in my, God. we're
3: in my. So I stayed in the dorms for four years in college, which mm-hmm. was like unprecedented, but they, it was like my own dorm. So I took care of it, got everything taken care of. So we're in the dorms. I have like my my brother, my sister, like all of my friends, my teammates from college. At the dorm. They're all in the dorm. This was my, my, gotta, like my draft. my a hell of a dorm. Draft. No, 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 no. They're just in there. They didn't sleep there. They were no, just no, in no. There.
2: I'm just saying, yeah, you're the first person I know to have a party in a dorm. Yeah. Like, first time ever. Everyone oh, goes wait. outside of that. Oh, let that's me see. what expl- it must have been a hell of a dorm. No, we also had a party the next night. <laughs> okay. But hold on. We
3: Because I was in the dorms for so long, I was a senior. So by the time I got there to my senior year, my dorm was like pretty much the whole first. Like I had... Yeah, flush, yeah that's what I'm saying. It was a set. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice. Mm. You know, they took care of me. So I had everybody in there, and I, I got a phone call from the Raiders. We're sort of expecting the first round. To, okay, first round's going to go, and we'll see where we show up. Yeah. And I had the calls beforehand. I had some teams call and say, hey, if you don't get drafted, look for us in free agent." You know what I mean? So, yeah. So yeah. I was preparing for that. So what? I said, okay, so, so I might not get drafted. I told people I might not get drafted. So I'm not looking at the first round. So but we're all in there We're just chilling. I get the call from the Raiders and they're like we're going to take you with the next pick and so I'm like, telling them we're, we're going we're going to the Raiders everybody screams just, here he comes here he comes. Mm. Eglo <laughs> came <on>. up, <laughs> <laughs> shredded it. <laughs> mm, destroyed it. My teammates killed me for that. They oh. were like wait who who <laughs> did he is he talking about you? <laughs> 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 they showed my face. I was like uh but as, anyway, as Moga took away from the moment but you know we're here now we're here now this man you you is, thought they said
2: you might have go on unf- uh
3: undrafted? no 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 i'm no no teams there were teams so there were teams that were saying hey we're gonna take you in the second round it was there's teams that's saying different things but there were teams that were like hey just in case you don't get drafted look for us you know and for when you get to choose and i didn't know yeah you don't really know. Like, they're, they're, it's all projected. Like it's yeah. their mm-hmm. thoughts in there. So I didn't know. And then we went with 31. So um, during the Gruden trade, is it called a trade? When he it went, was. Bro, yeah. It was a trade. Yeah, he went from Oakland, Tampa Bay. The Raiders got an extra pick. So we had 31 and 32. And they took me with 31. And uh, rest Who was 32? 32 was a defensive lineman named Tyler Brayton.
2: Okay. I was going to say, did you always have that over him? Because like, I mean, they could have picked either one of us and they took me in front of you. He mm. was such, he was such a good guy. Like I would have <laughs> never, like. He's a good guy and I do it to him and you do it to him, time. Yeah. I know, but it's a different. He was like, were you 45? I was, no, I was 43rd. Oh, okay. My bad. It's all good. I was 35. <laughs> he looked 45.
3: For sure all day. I remember he, when we played against you. It, I can't remember if it was, it was early in my career. We played against you and you, you were balling. You did your thing, of course. And then I, I came after the game. I remember I was talking to one of my teammates and I said, man, uh, the old vet was nice. <laughs> like, he
1: <got> my <laughs> was like, he was nice because when,
3: because when you took your helmet off, uh, uh, yeah. silver fox. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, man, he younger than you.
2: I was like, what? Yes. Yes. We always say like, <laughs> dude, we should always ask when's everybody the first time they actually saw you? And like Yeah. Yes. It was like, Everyone yes. says the same yes. thing. Yes YO, I was like, oh yeah. I was, you know, we talking, he was, oh yeah, this, I'm I'm a I'm a rookie. I was like, rookie? Right. <laughs> I right. You've been in the league 7 years. That's right. That's right. stress. <laughs> <laughs> Football ain't supposed to be that hard. God it. Uh, the best story ever was when I got <laughs> into my own DB room. Like they knew that I was the draft pick. Second yes. round pick. Yeah. And they had to, you know, that back then it was like 9 year, 12, 13 year guys. Yeah, And they're all in there. And they were like, "Um, you know, did he he's a second round pick. Like who's the new vet guy?" They were like, "No, nah, he's the second round pick." They were like, "Did he go on like a, a mission trip or something?" Like <laughs> Was he in the armed forces? like true. did he serve <laughs> 10 years? Yeah yeah, like was, <laughs> did he just come back? like what happened? Like how's he so great? I'm, you were uh, what you were 22 or? So yeah, 22 23 22. when I got drafted one of those Look, 32. yeah, it's, it's just, just part of it. Hey my anyway, decade plus my career your career uh grandpa right here, we got these yes, great careers. We all have that welcome to the NFL moment. What was your welcome to the NFL moment with the back then Oakland Raiders? So it's not tag bill. I can't say that's not. My <laughs> you, I mean, technically you could, but we know that one. But was there something when you got like on the team? Did the vet say something? Did you go out? Was it a bill? Was it a rookie show? Was it you got hit? You got ran You gave him a touchdown?
3: Man, they didn't. They took care of me. Um, I didn't. So I didn't do the rookie show.
2: <laughs> what?
3: I didn't do the rookie show. Man, I didn't. I mean, they made me pay for a lot of like rookie dinners. Okay. But um, they they would do this thing with the rookies where they would give them crazy haircuts. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you got, like, a all your hair is right here <laughs> or just right here. here. You know what I mean? Didn't do that. Like, I, I don't know. Fates they took
2: care of you. They liked you. You had some good vets then.
3: It was great vets. Um, It was Charles Woodson who wasn't a great... I'll tell him to his face. He was not... A great uh, vet when I was a rookie. was not a good (laughs) mentor at all. Didn't say one word to me the whole time (laughs) I was there. Had to earn it. (laughs) (laughs) Had to earn it. He was like, you're going to earn it. My second year, he started talking to me. I was like, okay. But yeah, we had Rod Woodson. I mean, these guys were in their 15th year. Yeah. They didn't have time to worry about you. They weren't sure. No, no, no. Tim Brown,
2: Jerry Rice. Tim Brown, Jerry Rice. That That was was the first game I started. The Raider game? My fourth game. We played y'all my fourth game. Oh, yeah. Game In, of the Chica- In Chicago. In Chicago. I remember yeah. that. That was the first game I started. First game I started was Jerry Rice and Brown. That's Tim right. That, that was like <laughs> two Hall of Famers. That's was my first game I ever started. And I balled. I was going to say you were balling, <laughs> though. I balled. I had like three PIs, and they weren't PIs. It's just I was a rookie going against Jerry Rice. They throw the flag. They throw the flag. My coach <laughs> is like, Peanut, you will never get that call. Just keep playing, baby. Keep playing. I ain't I, ain't Listen, I was looking. I, I
3: remember... Watching from you know the side I didn't play, I mean, I played special teams, yeah, right, and I was like, man, this dude, you know, like peanut, there was other guys, I was like, man, they actually they're playing, they're out there balling and I'm like, my head down, like I get to run down his gunner, yeah, and then stop the other gunner and then like try to break the wall and kick off, and you know I was stressing,
2: so I played thirteen years, twelve in Chicago, one in Carolina, you play for the Saints for I don't know, 10, 15 years, and 20. then you played another year or no, two that in doubts. Carolina. You <laughs> So you
3: he did he did twenty-two years? Yeah,
2: he did twenty-two <laughs> years. He did a bid. Uh <laughs> you played you played in um you played in Oakland, you went to San Francisco, you played in uh Philly, right? And then finally you signed the one-day contract. Why yeah. was it important for you to go back to Oakland and sign that one-day contract and retire as a raider? And a follow-up question is: how was it playing with Al Davis? Or That's for a, Davis, excuse me. Yeah. For Al Davis. Yeah, yes, I am. say playing with, but playing for.
3: I'm yeah. yeah. Um, the first question, why was it important? Um, It was the place that raised me. Mm-hmm. You know what <clears> I mean? <throat> mm-hmm. And when I finished, remember when I left Oakland, we were in the middle of a, a strike. We were in the middle of a, yeah, um,
2: yeah. the lockout. That, that was right? mm, oh no, seven. No, 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 no. It was it, 10 or 11. Okay, okay. 11.
3: 11 we were in the middle of a strike and like when, and, and I was a free agent. So right when it was over, you had like a day yeah. to, to get with the team because it ended as training camp was about to start beginning. Yeah. And I remember like being under the gun, make a decision, make a decision. And so I made the decision, but it was so quick. Like the next day I was gone, I was on a plane and I felt like I never had the opportunity to, talk to the Oakland fans, yeah. thank the fans, you know how people yeah. like take out a page in a news yeah. newspaper, do something. So that never happened. And I remember when I finished, I was just thinking like, this is, this was the team that raised me when I was drafted. I played safety. I played safety throughout college. Yeah. And, you know, there was a guy, um, Poindexter, played for um, Virginia in college. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anthony Poindexter, he was a safety. And I used to watch him and I was like, oh yeah.
2: I played one of the NCAA game. Yeah. Really good. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
3: that's yeah. right. He, uh, so he was nice. He played with, with Tiki and, yep. and those guys. And so I would watch him and I said, okay, I want to be a safety. I want to hit. I want to play in space. Um, I did not want to be out there by myself at all, by any means. So I devoted myself to playing safety. Thought I figured it out. End up getting drafted, and I get there, and um, and then Al Davis tells me we're going to move you to corner. What? Do you know what I mean? Like this isn't—that's not my. Haven't you seen my tape? <laughs> <laughs> you're drafting to play safety. Uh, I'm the next point And and um, he's like, "Yeah, you're going to play corner, and you're going to figure it out." And I struggled. I remember struggling my rookie year and having to figure it out and becoming what I became. You know, all the things that happened in Oakland and just realizing that journey that happened there. And to never be able to, to, to say thank you mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. any sort of way to the fan base, to the organization, stayed with me. And so when I finished, I wanted to go back there and sort of do it what I felt was the right way um, with the team that brought me up.
2: That was your first time ever playing corner when you got drafted by the Raiders.
3: Well, I, I played so in high school you play yeah you every just position best, yeah. In yeah yeah, um, and in college there were a few games where we had like a taller receiver. I think my senior year, where there'd be like you know go out yeah. and, and check that receiver. <clears> Man, <throat> the hell, I didn't know what I was. I got you doing. Um, and so then when I got to Oakland, it was the first. And so you got to imagine you get drafted. To play a position, to play cornerback at, in my position, what was the most difficult place in the league to play the position because they didn't care about you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it was, you're going to be out there by yourself the whole game. Like there's there's no one that's under you. There's no one on top of you. There's just one guy in the middle. And so I had to learn how to play the position there, Mm -hmm. which was even more trying for me. So, yeah, that was the first time that I'd ever sort of had to figure out the cornerback position. But to our earlier point, I don't even remember if we were recording at this point, but, you know, I had Charles there. I had Rod there. I had people that had played the game mm-hmm. that I
2: could look to and sort of gain some
3: knowledge about
2: the position. Did you think that uh, <clears throat> those players taught you more about footwork? Uh, what technique thing do you think that you learned early that was like, okay, that was like huge for me to help take my game to the next level. Oh, that's a great question. There's two things. <clears throat> so, um,
3: there's one specific thing with Rod. Um, Rod was—he's gonna kill me if I'm putting years on him. But I think he was in like his seventeenth year. Yeah, so. it was. Yes, he was. He was. I mean, he had knee like v- yeah. fake knees
2: and fake <laughs> thousand percent. Yeah, he was so, playing safety at the time.
3: He was safety, and so I sat. My rookie year, I sat next to to Rod when we would have big DB meetings. I'll never forget. It was like the first or second day, and the coach was up there. He was going over schemes and plays. So he's talking about
1: cover two. How we do this? Think everybody look over to Rod. Rod
3: is in his book. Got the top says cover two. Bottom, he's got X's and O's. And I'm like, this is his 17th year. What is he? I sort of looked at him and he kind of looked at me, saw me noticing. He said, you always take notes.
1: And I was like, okay.
3: And and more so for him, my rookie year, I was always taking, taking notes, notes. But man. then it became <clears throat> routine. And then throughout my career, it was, it was habit. It was yeah. notes on players. It was notes on what we're doing. It was notes on whatever. So that was the big thing, I think, from him. But overall, we have time because I, I, got, I got stories.
2: Yeah. Oh, tell, okay. your, tell your story. <laughs> That's what people show up for.
3: Overall, so the, the question
1: of like, what'd you learn? Um, we we, So what I learned, let me tell you this.
3: All the, all the first year and the second year players would be in a room. We'd, be, we'd watch film with the coaches. When they would see Charles or Rod or someone make a play, they would say, and you guys probably are familiar with this, they would say, Now that's a great play. And they'd, they'd turn to us and say, But you don't do it like that. <laughs> every time, every time, it happened all the time. They would turn, Charles would make a play, Rod would make a play. It was like, Great play, great play. That's not how we do it. Okay, guys, that's not how we do it. And then they, <laughs> keep going, and they keep it moving. And so I was like, "What is this thing that they? Why do they keep saying that's not how we do it?" So we would go to practice as rookies and second year players. You know, you know what synchronized swimming is. Yeah, we would look like that on the field. We would, you know, you have the left leg back, right leg, back. You take the steps you. Break forward. There was a system. There was a way to play the cornerback position. And so I tried to learn because I was like, they drafted me in the first round. I need to figure this thing out. So I did every single thing that they told me that the group of us were doing. It was 15 or so of us. I wasn't gaining any traction. I'll make a play here or there. You know, I'm like, I'm taller than all the rest of these guys. Like, I can't. There's things they're doing. I'm like, well, how is this possible? So I'm I'm going into my I think it was my second year. My second or end of my third. Yes, going into my second year. We had a coach that told me, This off season, I want you to study all of the greats. study the best corners, whoever you think those guys are. We have tapes. Go upstairs, find the tapes, take this, this off season spring, summer. And tell me, and come back and tell me what you noticed. And I did that. You named the guy. I studied him. I was watching everything he did. I need to figure out how to play this position. And the thing that stood out to me was they were all great. They were all making plays, but none of them looked the same. Yeah. They were all distinctly different than the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I said, wait, they're, they're not doing the. The synchronized <laughs> swimming thing that we've been, t- this, that was how I t- was taught. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I come back and I realized um, I, I started to learn what made me comfortable in the position. Yeah. And, and I developed with the help of some teammates my own way to play because they were going to ask us to play press man. Yep. That's going to be 99% of the game. So I had to figure out how to do that. So there was a way that I played the game that was different from my teammates. And I remember when I started to take off in my second
1: year into the top of my third year. Never forget. we're watching film. And
3: I made a play. Coach turned to the rookies and said, "Great play, but we don't do it like that."
2: And I said, <laughs> "I made it." I made I, it. it, <laughs> I, made I, it. Made I got it. it.
3: So the thing that I learned was we're all talented. You know, we're in the NFL. We, we can all do it. But the faster you figure out who you are yes, mm-hmm. in the game and how you fit, the, the, the better it'll go for you. You know what, <clears throat>
2: what I mean? Yeah, I do. And that's a great transition to what we're here today doing, which is, uh, you know, about this podcast. And Thomas, you know, break out your tissues if you need to. But, you know, it's really all about you really helped inspire this whole deal here, the idea of, really giving the platform to former players talking about that transition and actually finding an outlet, whether the space or talking about, you know, the transition of what they do in finding some kind of joy or happiness after football is all said and done, because at some point that happens for all of us. Mm -hmm. And you really talking about that helped really inspire this. And so how was that possible for you? Like, where did you see uh that kind of transition or how did you see that in would play out in your own life
3: um well first i appreciate it i i didn't realize until we started the show how uh instrumental or influential i was in beginning this show um until i heard from uh thomas mm-hmm. and so that makes me happy you know what i mean yeah cuz any way you can can be of service i think is yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Um, the transition is tough. Um, oh yeah, the transition is tough <clears throat> because what happens is you're already sort of spoken on it, but you're going from um, a constant energy that's around you from the crowd, from your teammates, from um, people in the streets. You know what I mean? That you're feeling, whether it's positive, whatever it is, you're feeling that, you know, and that's a daily thing for you. And then it all ends and, you know, like, where'd everybody go? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> hey, hey guys, you know, but I'm still here. Um, and that's a difficult thing. Um, I don't know if everyone deals with it, but I definitely dealt with it. Um, just trying to figure out who I was without the game. I'm sure this comes up a lot in this podcast, right? That people were going through the moment of, um, identity crisis and like, Oh, who am I? Mm -hmm. I've done this almost my whole life up until this point. And now you're telling me I'm not, now I'm not doing it anymore. So what do I do? And I definitely went through that. Um, I think it's unfair to say I went through it. I think I'd say I'm getting better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't crossed over into, like, glory land where it's, like, it doesn't cross my mind. You're just never going to get it again. But speaking to some guys, Ronnie Lott uh, was instrumental in this. Um, Aeneas Williams, even for. Two
2: great energy guys.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aeneas Williams is for, awesome. Great energy guys. I've Aeneas never met Ronnie Lot. yeah.
2: I've met him a couple of times. Aeneas is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's, like, uh, he's Louisiana, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baton um, Rouge,
3: and just just getting some words from them, which were along the same lines, which were, whatever you do next, go into it with the same fervor, the same sort of um, energy that you went into football, you know, and then you'll see the results. And, and so that's what I've tried to do. But I, there was a strong
2: period in there where it was like. Uh, what is going on? What was that? What was that low period? Yeah, what talk What was that low period? And you know, that was actually did you ever get out of it? Because you said you're still you're getting better at it. So uh, how are you climbing out of that? I'm out of the low. Okay. Um, but I'm not out of the fog.
1: Okay.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think the low was there are stages of grief, right? Mm-hmm. And I hit those stages you know i think there's seven stages right i probably had eight or nine you know i threw a couple in there just for good measure um but the you know i don't know what the first one is but denial is in there like nah nah everything you know you good, yeah i'm good but there's no you know like there's no issue
2: um i feel like that's what i did i was like no i'm good yeah i'm good you're just blinded by it (laughs) yeah
3: it's so true you're not good yeah, yeah. No, not at all. I mean, and, and I also the period of my life where I didn't talk, you know, which is also an issue for, and I think a lot of us. So, so there wasn't much communication to anyone about like, man, I missed the game. I, I don't know what to do next. And I don't, you know, I'm waking up in the morning, like, uh, the, I'm, I don't have a drive for anything. There's nothing pushing me forward to the next step. So then I'll just spend the day and wait until I go to sleep and see if something comes the next day. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of get into a routine um, where nothing's happening. I started to have, um, you know, at that point I had kids and that I think took a lot of the focus. Yeah. So that's that could sort of keep me through that I spend a lot of time with the right. kids, do whatever I can in that world. And then I'll be good. And let's wait till the next day. Um, so I went through that. It was, you know, it, it you know, I, I shrug to, to sort of like throw it away. But it was a difficult, difficult period. Yeah. Um, and then I figured out what I what I wanted to try to do. Yeah. And I started to fall in love with that. And so I, so the low started to get higher and mm-hmm. I started to get out of that space, but I didn't do it on my own. I actually had to find a thing. Yeah. I don't know that I've, that I necessarily did all the work, mm-hmm. huh. but I found a thing and it helped me sort of
2: grow out of where I was. So I know... I know for me, I kind of went through my little funk of trying to figure out what I want to do. And then I found something. I was like, well, I'm happy, but I don't know if I really want to do this right now. (laughs) And then it was just me trying to, you know, you're trying to figure other things out. But really what what helps you is, you know, we all have a support system. Well, most people, they have a support system, right? Mm -hmm. So talk about what and who your support system was that helped you get you through that that dark time.
3: Yeah. I mean, I have a... I have a praying family. Yeah. It's just, that's how we grew up. Yeah, for sure. It is what it is. From my wife to my mom to my grandma to everyone in my family, that's what they do. And so that was sort of the thing that I could always go back to that would yeah. sort of give me a little <clears throat> bit of strength. And, you know, so it was really family support that would, that would get me through those moments. And, and they didn't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't even. Because you didn't communicate. No, no, not at all. (laughs) They had, they had no clue. They were like, oh, great. You know, they'll be like, oh man, can you believe what you've accomplished Mm -hmm. in your life and uh, all this sort of things. But I never communicated that I'm lost. I don't know what's next. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But their support, even in me not um, communicating anything. Was I think what
2: got me through. So, what's the biggest misconception with players once they get out of the league? Like the opinion of players once they get out of the league that they got it figured out, or that we don't we can only play football, or even like you it's like quiet when when they're most quiet. That's when we should check on them the most.
3: Oh, that's interesting. That's I that there's actually something to that.
2: Yeah, because like hearing you say it, I would think like you know what it, it is something to that. The, the teammate I haven't heard from in the longest. It's yeah. probably the one I might need to check out on.
3: Yeah, that's right. And I get it too when I hear certain things about guys that were struggling. or This guy went d- down that path or um this guy didn't have any money anymore. Or this guy got it, I like to- I completely get it. I see it, you know, when I was playing, I don't know that I could have seen it. Mm-mm. You know, I look at that and I'm like, "Oh, come on, guys. You know, you just played in the, the NFL. You can go, you know, but then when you're in it, it's completely different. And, you know, when we're finishing playing, we're retiring in our 30s.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because whole life ahead of you.
3: Gotcha. But you don't know
2: that. No, you no, don't. You don't. You, you don't think know you're it. old. Because, because you're not yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. You're you're old. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And you're told you're old. And you're, you're told, told you're, you're old. <laughs> you're <laughs> told you're old. You're told you're 33 is old. You're told you're old. Yeah. And you get out in the rest of the world and you're like, I'm like the youngest person in the room. That's right. And then I'm just outside of my career. Yeah. That's
3: right. And they start to tell you, you're so young, you have. Right. But it's the first time you heard it. Yes. You got so used to hearing that you were old. Correct. You know? So there's a rewiring that has to happen. And you actually have to hear it enough times yeah. for you to realize, oh, no, I am young. I'm not old. I'm, I can do more, you know, and that's, that's right. we just have to all get to that place. You know?
2: Yeah, I, I think and, one of the, the biggest things I've heard in the last couple years, it was like, you know, Cause I, I'm in the same as you. Like I've been told I was old and all of a sudden everybody I've been around is like way older than me. Yeah. And I'm right. like, well, actually I'm very young actually. in this yeah. room, Look at the, you know, according to bank statements, I'm like, yes. it's kind of like very young compared it, yeah. to a lot of people that have this amount <laughs> or whatever it is. And that's what footballs blessed us with. Yeah. And then, you know, they say, you know what, actually in most people's careers, the biggest years of income generating years are in your, Forty something 40s, to fifty. That's right. They say forty like, to fifty. It's right. like that's your biggest years. That's so right. like you're just you didn't even hit it yet. You're it's right there like at it. it. You yeah. hear it,
3: you look at the statistics, and it's like forty-five to yeah. fifty-five <laughs> or to sixty, and you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's even more.
2: You're right. Yeah. You know. And I don't think people talk about that enough because in our real world, hmm. that conversation's never had. Never. Yeah. But I yeah. guess in everybody else's locker room. Yeah. That conversation's had all the time. You got to work to this. Then when you get here, man, you're going to really enjoy it. Yeah. Man, this is the sweet spot.
3: When you say everybody else's locker room, what do you mean?
2: Uh, in real professions. Estate. Yeah, uh, professions. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Got it, got, know, it got it, got it. Yep. Uh, in acting, all these other, yep. like, you. by the time you really figure it out and hit it, that's where you're at in your that's age. Right. It's just, that's right. We're just, we've been told for so long, just in the opposite end. We, we just don't know it. And like you said, uh, the communication part of it is huge. Uh, Because we do not hear that.
0: Yeah. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year. Equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined.
2: So do, now that you're retired and you're in the acting business, do you have uh, players, uh, former players, when they when they get out, do they hit you up for, uh, do they hit you up for advice? And if you do give them advice, what do you tell them?
3: I've had like a handful. Mm-hmm. And I think even when I was playing, there was something, um, I don't know if it's like taboo or something, there was something about it that guys would, would talk about like, Oh, I, Oh, I could, I want to go into acting. I want to go into, but you couldn't really, it wasn't really like announced. It was like on the side, Oh, I'm going to go into. And so, and I've seen that not a lot of people go are going into it. I've had a couple like a handful of people that have reached out and been like, Hey, I'm trying to get into this. So I'd give advice. Um, which is basically uh, choose another profession. <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll stick with them because it is a very, I mean, it's like anything else, it's, it's very difficult, but I'll, I'll sort of give them the tools that I had, mm-hmm. that I figured out along the way and what could help them. But it's such a tough profession in that um, if, if there's any bit of fragility in your spirit, you will be done in like half a minute um the the amount of like rejection yeah. and the amount of like uh now you know what i mean it's it's tough it's a lot of that it's a lot of that you gotta oh have goodness. thick skin yeah you gotta have thick skin and we learned we sort of developed that playing football mm-hmm. so we're able to like understand okay there's another day this didn't work out okay let's see how we can get better and moved
2: do you receive What's, good feedback in those rejections or is it just a reject?
3: Um, it depends. It It depends if they. Because I've never been in that
2: room. I haven't either. I just, is it, it kind of like, oh, my God, <laughs> you were so great, but uh, we're going to go for somebody else. Thank you. Good. Bye bye. Is yeah. it kind of like that? Or is it? Yeah. I mean, you'll get a. Are they, they polite when they reject you?
3: They won't necessarily do it like to your face in the room. Mm, they okay. won't say that. Um, it'll be on their face. <laughs> but, they, but they won't, they won't say, say it, it to you. Um, yeah. And then you'll get a call that, oh, this didn't work out. And this is the reason why. But they also have a, like the boilerplate, like they have their list of things that they can say. And, oh, we're going to go with someone um, more experienced. Or, oh, we're going to go with, you know, so you hear the standard things. You don't really get true
2: feedback. So you what's, just have to. What's, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. You just have to figure it out on your own. So what's been tougher, football or acting? Got another
3: well for me there's nothing i haven't experienced anything tougher than having to learn the cornerback position really so, yeah so um i would say football okay. i i think um i don't want to take anything away from acting because it is extremely difficult i think it's crazy when i hear people say like acting is easy it's like that camera turns on and you have to disappear. It, like be in your own space. It's very difficult. Um, but football is its own. Football is like mind, body, soul, spirit. Yeah. Head. Those, you know, everything is involved and it's just a different type of grind. And it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's like next level tough. We it's should tough. act. Let's get some coaches and start
2: acting. Yeah. No, well, I, I because no. we just, careful. we've heard multiple things about a um an uh, acting coach today. So um because we actually knew zero about it up until today. So it's been really okay. interesting. We've been learning. You've been learning. Yeah we're, we're trying to research. Yeah. Listen. We're doing it, it, our research. It, it's never too late. Okay. You I know, appreciate that. You, it, um you know let's yeah. do it. Let's I'm, act. I think I may have aged out but you're still young. You're still young. I appreciate that. Young. I appreciate that. Young. I receive <laughs> that. <laughs> he and, uh, don't look <laughs> it but he receives it. He don't look it but he receives it. All right so you're talking about how hard it is, and I mean, dude, you knocked it out of the park. Honestly, you did, and your role in Crown Heights. Oh, um you. Um, Could you maybe give us? You know, you were what was that? You were, you were out the gate. You said you're the next rising star. You won a couple other. You know, were mentioned a couple award things off of that. Uh, take us into that role. Like, how did you get prepared for it? I like the accent. why was it? Oh my! Like, what <laughs> made that one so special for you? And like, how did you really like? I think it's special whenever I talk to or, or meet a person that's an actor, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. they're not themselves. Yeah. And like, how do you, how Transform do you ever, yeah, yeah. Role. Like, how do, you, how do you get into character? Yeah. Like, like how do okay, you do that? that I, I'm so amazed. The, yeah. And they're a completely different person than who they are. I'm innocent. My friend is, you know, like, and you got the accent and everything. Like, yeah. you just got a, you got this cool little accent. And then you had the, tr- the, 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 I just the, think the it's you had the Caribbean accent and everything. Right, like. Right. Yeah, how do you do that?
3: It's I. So that project's interesting because I was going through it and I was trying to figure out because nothing was working out. And I'm like, all right, this isn't, maybe this isn't the thing. Um, I had tried so many things, man. <laughs> like real estate. Like I have gone through like, okay, what is what is out there? Um, and this wasn't really working out. So I, I remember I like sent emails to, like I had a list of like 100 directors. And in an acting class, like if I come in, everyone's like, that Namdi Osman's in an acting class? Is he going to act like his evil? And so you have to do that in front of people when they're like now watching every single movement because they know you from another life. So it's difficult. So I had reached out to these hundred directors and, you know, I was getting advice that, they're gonna look at you as a football player, they're not gonna nobody's gonna respond. I said, let me try. I reached out, I got one response out of hundred out of a hundred. Um I I said I was gonna give this thing six months. Doesn't if I don't if I don't feel something in the six months, then I'll then this wasn't it. And uh and I started feeling things along the way. And I got one response and the guy was like, oh, this is great to hear. We got into it. We had a couple calls. And then, um, y'all know what ghosting is? Oh, yeah. It <laughs> just <let> disappeared. <laughs> I was like, what's up, man? I'm like, yo, I'm still trying to do this. So he disappeared on me. And so I remember the day I said, all right, that's it. I'm done. Figure something else out. Um, maybe it's a different part of the business that I do but it's not going to be this. It's not going to be, act. you know what I mm-hmm.
1: mean?
3: So I, I put it down and guys, my witnesses was like a week later. And I get an email about this role, this film, the guy like, Hey, we're doing this film. Um, any interest? Like, yeah, I was done. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me try. And so I went out, we did an audition for it, ended up getting the role and, and and coming on to help produce and yeah that was it but it it to get into that character i mean it's i mean we could be here for days talking about that but i know for the audition the accent that i have in the film i had to bring that into the audition and they these guys didn't expect it so they thought i was just going to come in as me Mm -hmm. and i just got some advice from the, the acting coach that i worked with they said use the trinidadian accent In the room, but I'm not talking about when they say action. Yeah, the whole time, the moment you step in, Mm. (laughs) and so I stepped in the room like like how I stepped in and shook hands and we hugged stuff. It was in an accent, Mm. and they immediately were like, "He
2: walked any character." Do
3: you know what I mean? Like they, and so I was like, "All right," and and so I was in, and then all the way to the car, I was in. Even when they said bye. I was still it I never dropped that thing. Mm, and, I love it. Yeah, and then it came back. It was like within a couple of days. They were like, "Yeah, you got it. Yeah, because of the, the commitment. The,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it with, killed. Killed. Killed killed it. It. with a T. Killed it. Killed it with a T. <laughs> yeah, with a T that's black right there that's, that's the A he killed it with a T he killed that like how you say fi, fi. Ain't I fire do, I do say that. Taylor says oh yeah that was fire you be like oh that's fire <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about hey that's fire so not only can you act but when did you know that you know I can lead mm. like when uh, was it uh, Sylvie's Love like when did you know you mm. could like lead or be the lead the main character in a movie when did you know that
3: I came in with that uh mentality. Like I came in that I'm not the the side yeah. part, like I'm not the the one. They came when I first got in, I would they would send me out on auditions and it would be for um the football player right or something you know what i mean and so i'd come yeah because you did a spot cast. in the game
2: you, you did a spot in the game a different spot you know like, was early things. you were playing then so
3: yeah, i was playing them yeah. but this was but this was the thing that they wanted when i was done right right you know? yeah so i would you know it's like yeah you you're the one that brings the beer into the party and then you you know you grunt and you hey guys i got the beer and you know i was like yeah they say do it like a football player and i'm like <laughs> I'm doing it how I do it. Like I I actually did play. Um, And so that just wasn't, I I knew that wasn't the lane for me. So I just said, let me sort of figure it out. I knew that there were lead parts. I knew that there were, um, this is what we do. You know, you you were both captains on your teams. Like probably we all were captains since Pop Warner or since high school. What we know how to do is lead. That's just, it's, it's innate. And, even coming into that business, even knowing nothing, I knew that I'm a leader, yeah, um whether it's the role that I'm playing or the team that I'm built around so that's why it was always in my
2: in my head in my mind um another big part of your story is your philanthropy work, so your foundation, the Asawa foundations, and so you got the orphans and orphans and win- uh, widows in need, or mm-hmm. you can call it uh oh, yeah. hmm And then you also have the Axe or the Asamoah College Tour of Scholarships. Yeah. And so I I just like how much of that part do you want that to be known as your legacy? And I know it's a huge part of your life. Like, I think this is outstanding. I didn't know about this until I I did a deep dive in. Especially Same. about the college tours. Yeah. The college That's just tours so great. cool, bro. Man. I mean, the fact that you're taking kids and you're taking them to Howard. You're taking them down to Louisiana. You did a whole tour That's out right. there. That's you've right. been on the East Coast. You've taken them all down to the West Coast. We already. didn't do um, opportunities.
1: We didn't you do, did do uh, UL. You
2: did LSU. You did, LSU. You did uh, Xavier. Yeah, no. You also did um, Southern. We did, yeah, we did and so, Lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. did Tulane's right. another great yep. school. So it, I just thought that was... When I saw that, I'm like, that is brilliant because and not only that, but all the kids are going off and doing other things once they go through your program. So yeah, opportunities, the, the impact that you're making on these young people's lives, I know it's big. Yeah. But uh, I want to hear from your words on how much it is an impact on you and how important philanthropy has been in your life. Tutelage, I'm sure it's been passed down. Uh, you just don't grow into this. I, I'm sure it's about your parents as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They definitely played a big role. Um you know, both of my parents um, growing up. My dad died when I was 12. Sorry but about that. Yeah, I appreciate it. But bof, even before that, I watched him in his philanthropic efforts and who he was helping out and stuff. So it definitely played a role. But the college tour, that's so dear to my heart. Um, it seems like it's awesome. Man, that thing is Derek Brooks. Man, you know, yeah, yeah of
2: course. Hall of Fame.
3: DB. DB. He, um, so he, was doing a, a tour, but not a tour. I guess it's a tour. He was doing a trip for some kids and he took them to it must have been like South Africa. They went somewhere. Huge. And I and I caught this. I said he took a, some kids on a trip to South. I said why would he? I just thought about it. Yeah. And and I was like I love to travel. I would love to give back in some sort of way. And I was like I want to do something like that. Yeah. And he and I've told him this that he would that he influenced, you know, what I do with these kids. But at that point I wanted an angle. I was in East Oakland and I knew that there were so many bright kids in Oakland that were never gonna get out of Oakland. Yeah. Because they
2: They just don't know anybody. They, they don't know. Seen, they don't haven't they don't, seen it they haven't outside of, yeah.
3: They don't know that there's an out yeah. of yeah. Oakland. This
2: is all they know. This is all they see.
3: That's they can't right. see past that. That's right. And they got great Grades, great personnel, great people. And you start to talk to them, and they're like, No, I got to. I'll probably ta- after graduate, I'll take care of my grandma, and then I'm going to take care of my um, my nieces, and then I got to also take care of XYZ. And, All right, but what about you? Yeah. Who's taking care of you? You're right? Mm-hmm. And I would get these students together, and I said, Look, we're going on tours, we're going across the country, we'll go to different states and different cities and i do it every year new students every year junior sophomores in high school let's go let's check out the colleges we put them in touch with the colleges they many of them end up going to those yeah. schools getting scholarships fr- from us from them it just yeah. turned into a huge thing that till this day and now covid um struck us when covid hit that was the first time we hadn't done it in years mm-hmm. and so we had to take a break and now we're we're back on doing the tours again, and it's been yeah. That's a great. That one's like
2: near and dear to yeah, yeah. I would love to team up. Yeah. Bring some to Alabama, dog. I know East Oakland. I don't know if they're ready to come to Alabama.
3: Crimson Tide.
2: But hey, I mean, it's not Crimson bad. Tide. That's all I'm saying. No, hey, no, no. It's about the scholarship. We, it's about education. No, no, no. I I'm, like
3: it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you been to Alabama?
2: I've been there. I mean, driven by it. I've, you've, oh, you've driven <laughs> I. You? Oh, you drove through? I drove through. <laughs> I drove by it. <laughs> I ain't stay there. I ain't got, Alabama ain't got nothing for me but some red clay. We do got a lot of red dirt out there. Yeah, all y'all got red is dirt. red dirt. Yeah, we got a lot of that. I stay down in Louisiana. I'm good. It's all good. I sit on the Southwest, baby, in the bayou. It's all good. In the boot. It's all good. Man, y'all are too much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How did this connection
2: happen? Oh, We were teammates. We were teammates, yeah. And, um, and then uh, Peanut recruited me. Oh, uh, This okay. my this my dog, man. I, okay. I I know I give him all the time. Oh, but like, but that's, you can tell, you can tell it's a that's, brother. That's my guy, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have you ever seen the show Grumpier Old Man? The movie Grumpier Old oh, yeah, Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Lemmon, Walter, like this yes. is us. Like yes. I, he's older. But we grumpy and happy all yes. at the same time. Like I, I love it. We gonna be fighting. Just we gonna be ninety you know, years, old, years old. Yeah, this
1: <laughs> is how we gonna be. All, all of our kids have got cool yeah. now. It's yeah. like it's a whole.
2: Deal. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole. Deal.
3: You're seeing, you seen yeah. you know in life when they when Martin and um, and Eddie Murphy. Grow yeah, up. That's and they're like, yeah. That's us. like just
2: like messing with each other. Like, <laughs> that's Roman I. It. All day. This is us, Roman I. Um, I want to know this though. Did you really choose uh to major in finance at Berkeley uh, because of Eddie Murphy's character in Boomerang? Wow.
3: Good for you. You did. Now, I don't know if you did the deep
2: dive or Thomas. Oh, Thomas did the deep we'll dive. We'll give Thomas that bone. Dude. Thomas did it. Thomas is dope. First yeah. of all, uh, Thomas has studied you. Okay. Like the back of his own hand. Okay. okay. All right. Thomas is good. He's good at his job. There's no doubt about it. Shout he out to so Thomas. Shout, Shout out to Thomas. Thomas. But I'm the he one that asked Howard. the question. He went to Howard. He went to Howard. Yes, Thomas he did. went to Howard. And yeah. you have taken he, your cues. He, he's, he's got a building named after us. No. I'm lying. I'm, I, I, made, I made that up. But that was, I made that part up. But it sounded great. It, it sounded sound great. great. It sounded great. I should have kept it going. It kept, I should have kept it going. Nnamdi no, no, believed it too much. I though. did believe it. I <laughs> it was acting. Much. I was acting. I was in character. <laughs> I love it. I love
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. So that, yes, I watched. Um, as Boomerang, great it, movie. Yeah. Boomerang. Great
2: movie. That's right.
3: <laughs> and I watched it and, then, and I, I tell people like, it's not the, not the best reason to choose a major, but I watched him and I was like, oh, this dude is, he's the yeah, f- man right there. Yeah. Like, reg- you know
2: what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He's, got it. It all, he's got it all figured out. All figured out. <laughs> Strange, baby. Strange all day. Strange.
3: <laughs> and so I went into, I was finishing high school and they said, what do you want to major in when you go to college? And I said, marketing. You know, I wanted to be in like the marketing, sort mm-hmm. of the business, the finance world. And it was because of Eddie Murphy in Boomerang. And then I got to um, to college and I didn't get into the business school, so I couldn't <laughs> do marketing. So I did some classes that qualified me for getting uh, uh, the, the finance degree. But yeah, that was my inspiration.
2: I love it. Yeah. That's a good pull. Yeah. Last question. Hold on. No, no, no. Because I got to know this. Thomas is going to be mad. I don't care. Look look at him now. I don't care. I don't care. Here we go. You ready? This is the last question. This is the last question. This will be the last question. No, it's not. We're going to ask you the real one, the one we always ask, but I'm getting this in. Tell me this. You learned how to play the saxophone for Sylvie's Love. Well done. Right? Do you still play it? And... I also want to know because I, I heard the whole eighteen month process was a process not only for you but everybody else that had to hear you playing. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, yeah, It was because you yeah. traveled with. So it. So I, it. You I know, know. the saxophone on the plane. It, I took it wherever. Yeah. I yes. So I want to know: Are they still like? Are they over that? Like, and so how did? How is that whole thing going? Like for the whole family. I I think that's awesome. I I don't play
3: anymore. Oh, I know it's. What a letdown.
2: That was such a letdown. I let he would say like, <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Saw I that. saw like, <laughs> you know, when the balloon, like, I just <laughs> that saw.
2: it was, saw that was such a play. letdown. I was like, he still plays. He's committed. Oh, man. Yeah. That's exactly like, what I'm we were sorry, talking
3: about. I'm sorry, guys. No, I don't. I, I don't play. But my son, every now and then, he'll jump in there, and he's six, and he'll jump in there, and he'll see it, and he'll start trying to play something. So okay, I'll get him into, um, yeah, but I don't, I. Let it go. All right, go ahead with your last question. <laughs> I, ha- I had
2: to. <laughs> last question, last question. So we asked this uh, question to a lot of our guests. Uh, I don't
3: want the question for a lot of the guests.
2: I'm, I want else. This is our main question. This is our main question. Spin it, spin it. Spin it. Okay, so this is the first time we've ever asked this question. I'm okay. making it up off the fly. Are you lying? No, I'm, no, no. no. Okay. I'm not, this, yeah, yeah, making it totally. I, I love when he goes off the cuff. Totally, okay, go. totally off the cuff. Yes. So Mount Rushmore. Yes. Right. There's four people on Mount Rushmore mm. in life. They've helped you uh, acting, coaching, playing, producing, philanthropy, whatever. Mm. If you could put four people on your Mount Rushmore, who would they be? Oh, OK. That was all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You weren't ready for that?
2: <laughs> That's what I'm looking like. All
1: right, I see you.
3: Let's see. Um, I would put Rob Ryan. Yeah. Was a coach of mine.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Yeah. Bob ryan has got mentioned twice. Has yes. he got
3: Mentioned twice. That's who he is. Hey. I mean, I could do a He's whole segment dude. on him. <laughs> um. I would put. Uh. I'd have to put my wife on there, of course. Shout out. Um. Who I wanted, I actually want to stay away from family because there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to pick one, one of, the, of those. There's like high. six people. Yeah. Um. I. I had a. Um. A, a coach named Eden Bernardi. She was an acting coach that passed away. I would have to put uh, Alonzo Carter. He's now coached at San Jose State, but has just been a mentor throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, Boy, you see how much football has shaped. Yeah. Yeah. Because you only get four, and so I've put two football-related. One acting, I can't put family. Oh, oh, I'll I'll take my wife off because I don't want to put family. So the last person is...
2: Great question. I was, Hey, off the cuff. I just that, can't. That what happened. Hey, that's like a freestyle. I can rap now. Oh,
3: you know who it'd be? Who? It'd be Andy Reid. Oh, Andy yeah. Reed. Another great coach. Andy Reid, who who I'm still very close to to this day. Loves cheeseburgers. think <laughs> loves cheeseburgers. He loves but also, cheeseburgers. I mean, you can, can look at him and be intimidated. The most gentle yeah. human being, father figure type of person. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So I think those. I'll go with those four because I was under the gun. If I had a day to think about it, well, you don't have. I a, don't know what. You but don't I, have a. I don't have.
2: You don't have, have a day. You know what, Namdi? Dude, this has been awesome. It's I, been I appreciate it. This is great. I'm You're, mad it took us so long to meet, and we came out in the same <laughs> draft. Can like, I say something? That
3: is the greatest <laughs> cornerback draft in the history. Ooh.
2: It of is the game. Ooh. It is. Should we go through a list? Real yeah, quick? Thomas. Tell him in my ear real quick. So, can you pull it up real quick? I'm calling you out. So it was. This draft class was crazy. You. Sammy Davis. You. Terrence Newman. Uh, New. uh, Asante. Marcus Trufant. Asante. Ike. Ike Taylor. Uh, Troy Palomalu. Polamalu. Uh, Polamalu, uh, Pol- Polamalu. We'll, we'll Andre Wolfork. Um, um, Wolfork. Uh, Rasheen. You said Rasheen? Rasheen. Um, yeah, Matt. Bethune B- 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 Thun- Cookman. Bethune yeah. Cookman. Um, Ken Hamlin. From, Ken Hamlin. Yeah. Drayton uh, Florence. Oh, Dray played for the Scott, uh, Brian Scott. Brian uh, Scott. Mike Doss, Mike Doss, Terrence Keel from A and M, yeah. Ricky Manning, UCLA, Ricky Ma- Chris Crocker. You guys did uh, have some ballers. Donald Strickland. This was a giant battle. Yeah. It was a classic. Dennis, they Dennis They probably we did this earlier in just the first round alone. They took six corners. Then they took another. Really?
3: Yeah, they did. And then they yeah. took like you another. were the
2: sixth. I was the seventh corner taken at the thirty-fifth pick. And then in the seventh round, they took another seven corners. Wow! Like they were corner DB heavy in wow. the two thousand three draft. It was a it was a strong class. Hey man, well congrats. I don't you. know what y'all had. I'm, hey, I'm but, sorry. I said I missed both. Eight DBs in the seventh first. No. Oh, I'm sorry. In the seventh round, eight DBs. Eight DBs. What class are you? I'm um, uh two thousand six. You're oh six. Yeah. He sorry. looked like he was ninety nine. Is he, is he lying? No. He's, 2006. He is. He's telling we, the truth. I just want to let everybody know we have never been accused of lying so much. <laughs> we, yeah, <that's, laughs> <to this episode. laughs> We've never been accused of lying actors, so much. Actors. We're actors. I don't, I don't know. We're all actors. You when you go back you. and watch this, you'll be like, damn, Peanut was really acting when he asked me that question.
0: Yeah. And
2: and that is it. Namdi, <laughs> you are off the hot seat. All right. We're gonna let you go, man, with this one. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you yeah, so much, yeah, man. Absolutely. And also to all of our listeners and out those out there watching. Please continue to do that, man. We're gonna continue to bring you nothing but heat from all of our guests that we got with us. And I just gotta say, for all of us, give us a five-star rating. Please click follow. Give us a shout out. Give us a review if you'd like. Uh tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Anywhere you pick up your podcast, whether it's iHeartRadio or Apple podcast. podcast, And with all things being said, Namdi, that was the same question we asked everybody else. Oh, I
3: hate Me, you. No. No, is a I great can't, actor. I not that. I was acting. I, I,
2: was I was you got
3: ah, it. I'm yes, press
2: this I like it. I like it. it. I love it. I'm he was a, like, "Man, I'm that was good." I was like, "Hey, I had to t- go into a I'm dark a place." <laughs> I was man. Denzel. Yeah, you hit <laughs> on you training. Were, that was training day. I was, was training you did, you day. You went <laughs> Denzel. Yeah, I, went I was Lonzo. I had to just go dark. Wow, I went dark, and it was loud wow. awesome. wow. So y'all are liars, actors. We're actors. We are actors. Did you see how I was really bad? Yes, that was that was good. I was like. Thank, thank you. He a. It's he, hey, a great supporter. Yes, acted. my hype. Oh, I love it. <laughs> wow, that's my guy. Wow, that's my
3: guy. We pulled it off. <laughs> I can't.
2: We need to act.
3: I'm, I'm gonna give y'all one star. You said five, <laughs> so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go on there.
2: How do I? Look at that for was us. awesome. Look hey. us. We can edit that part. That was that was awesome. Hey man, thank y'all for tuning in. This is the NFL Player Second Acts podcast. I'm Peanut. That's Roman. That's Nomi. And hey man, we had a blast. Thank y'all for tuning in. God bless y'all. Good night.